Hi everyone, and welcome to episode five of Two Biscuits. And this week, we're going to be talking about my plastic bag full of plastic bags. <laughs> Cello. We're actually going to be talking about how Daisy people are literally just out here saving the planet, but um, we'll get to that bit later. You're joined today by myself, Biscuit One, and with me, your host, Biscuit Two. Hello, everyone. So, everyone calls Daisy people cheap, right? But if you think about it, we're actually just being really, really responsible with the environment. So we were having this conversation. Um, and obviously, we're, we're not the only ones who are mislabeled as cheap. I think there are many other people out there. But they see people today, we're just, we're going to take all the credit. We are the masters and mistresses of reduce, reuse, recycle. For example, saving plastic bags, less waste, less trash in the ocean, more fish, happier Bengalis. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm good, Juba. I'm happy, too, because I love me some fish. We all love fish. We're doing this for the fish, everybody. All right, so I'm going to start off, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the reduce portion of our noble endeavors. So reduce, right? Waste not, want not. Daisies will use every single thing until it is finished. Like... Everything. Anything you can think of, we'll use. Case in point, and I feel like this is a very common example, soap bottles. As long as it comes out sudsy, there is soap. If you add water and it's sudsy, it's working. You're still getting your hands clean. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. If you add water and it works, it works. It that's works. That's just what it is. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, another one, another example, and I think... I don't know if it's common or just I come across weird products online, but um, a toothpaste tube squeezer. Are you serious? If Yeah, so if you can imagine, it's, it's basically like a little clip and then you put it on the end of your toothpaste and as you use your toothpaste, you just slide it along so you get like every single drop of toothpaste out without having to like do the finger workout every morning. Um, that's, yes. Can I ask you something? One. Yeah. Did you see this gadget on sale? I mean, I didn't buy it, so I don't think so. But you can <laughs> you can believe that I was tempted to. I mean, I, like if it's not widespread enough, it's a solid business opportunity. I'm putting this out there for everyone. Toothpaste tube squeezers for all the daisies in your life. Can they have little life. sayings on them? Can we like have motivational, like, phrases? Money written doesn't on them? grow on trees. You know? Yeah. Shit what like is that. this? Your father's house? No, okay. <laughs> well, obviously. But, like, honestly, the, the lifespan of which we keep things is probably, like, 50% longer than anybody else's. Yeah, everything, everything is an opportunity for reducing waste. So, again, not cheap. Just, you know, minding the planet. That's it. So, the other, the other R that we're really good at is, obviously, reusing. Um, except we call it hoarding. We don't throw anything out. It is, is hoarding. There are, it is hoarding. It's... It's hoarding, but like again, it's it's good for the planet. Cause for example, my plastic bags, I'm hoarding them. Yes, but it's for a good cause. We're doing it for the Bengalis. However, there's not. Mm-hmm. We don't end it there, right? No. Um, Tupperware. Any kind of Tupperware is saved, no matter what the quality of the plastic is. We've we've kept it because it holds things. Dida buzz. And for anyone who doesn't know, that's just like yogurt, the yogurt. containers. Yeah. Yeah. We I like I have stockpiles of them in case of an emergency Dida buzz shortage. It's gonna happen. 
It's going to happen. One day, we're going to run out of plastic, and it's just going to be all these Daisy households with Daidabas and ice cream containers that are going to come and the save world. the planet. That's there it. That's go. what we're saving for. Mm-hmm. Um, also, cookie boxes. Like, we've got, we've got stockpiles of, of every kind of box. If it came in a box, we have the box. I mean, it's, it's really... It leads to so many types of future disappointments, right? Because you have all these Daidabas and ice cream tubs and boxes and Tupperwares of all kind. And I mean, I'm not an ice cream fan personally, but I have seen this happen. And you know, like you're looking for ice cream at night and you open it and it's friggin' solid from three weeks ago that's left over and now frozen. And it's like, okay, (laughs) thanks. You know, but also have you noticed, like, in terms of hoarding this Tupperware and the Dainta Buzz and everything, Desi mums are fiercely protective. Like, okay, so there's this, there is this comedian that I, that I listen to, um, and he's an Indian comedian, and, and he was on YouTube, and he was talking about how, you know, they see mums in their Tupperware as a whole other game. Like, they don't like to throw that shit out. They don't like to lose it. They don't like to let go of it. And he's like, you know, you could walk in the house and just be like, oh, like, I was in an accident today. And I'm like, you know, this is why I'm late and whatever. And the first question out of your mom's mouth will be like, where is my dabba? And just the wrath of like, you threw away Tupperware that was only used 55 times and had another 300 lifetimes to go. Fiercely protective about how much we consume. It's, it's honestly just in the interest of the planet. You know how many people there are? So many people. And you, when you throw out a person, they decompose. When you throw out Tupperware, it's negative. It does impact. not. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We're doing this with, with um, the world in mind. But I, like, it's not just high dubbas, right, that we hoard. It's, it's everything. It's stationary the leftover parts of kits, the the number of pencils I have that are like, and I'm showing you here, like three inches tall, but they still work. It's sad. It's a little sad. And I mean, okay, speaking of stationary, so I started my master's this past September, right? And I was basically going through all the old stationery at home to see what I could use before I went to Staples. Um, and I, I'm using a book I'm writing my dissertation, like, research and ideas in it. I shit you not, it's from the fourth grade. It still had my fourth grade address on the inside cover of the book. I love that. So, like... And I scratched it out. Yeah. The first three pages are, like, your multiplication tables, and all of a sudden you're talking about health policy and, like, developing countries. And obviously it's a natural progression of your life exactly it's like from birth to death this notebook has sustained my educational journey isn't that lovely i'll keep it for my phd too let's just see super side note though like there's one thing about saving stationery that's very important but i also have the terrible habit of like collecting stationery i'll buy notebooks like gorgeous gorgeous notebooks and then i'll store them because i'm like i don't have anything important enough to write in the that is equivalent to the aesthetic value of this notebook so the piles of beautiful books i have that are empty in my closet is ridiculous which is very like anti reduce reuse recycle this is probably more of my shopping addiction but there's something about sexy stationery that it's sexy sexy. it's just sexy stationery but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put a spin on it i'm saying that you are hoarding that stationery so that other people don't buy it and chuck it away, you are... I can't spin that. 
Sorry. No, no. we can't. I, no. I, I do appreciate the support, though. Sorry. Well, anyways, um, that's the hoarding bit. And then we also, alongside that, recycle. You know, obviously, we refer to the cookie boxes that get, like, reused as, of course, the classic meme as a sewing kit. You know, you open those Danish cookies. I, till date, have never had one of those Danish biscuits. I don't know what they taste like. But also, like, it's not the only thing that we we recycle or we repurpose. Like, for example, when the gyms closed and I didn't have my resistance bands or anything like that, I hadn't invested anything in a home setup. No at-home gym No at-home gym, yeah. 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 Um, My best friends were, like, rice bags and atta bags. Like, I mean, it's been a hot mess at times when I've dropped that atta (laughs) and I've gotten, like, yelled at. But um, I mean, think of all the rotis you just put on the ground. But yeah, I know, I know. But I was, I was ambitious. For better or for worse, that's ingenuity. That's repurposing things. That's recycling things. That's good for the planet. But like, yeah. honestly, you're right. Every shoebox has a second life, and like every jar has another story to tell. And I have at least fifty jars waiting for their second story in my jar closet, which is another thing that I now collect and that you now know. But so yes, you just collect jars. I have jars. Can I ask you, are there heads or organs in them? Not yet. But like I said, oh. everything is waiting for their second life. So okay. depending on what, depending on how my career changes in the future, we, we don't know what will happen. Okay. But I've got Noted. the jars for it. I've got the jars for it. Um, I mean, my candles always have a second life. Uh, I, I love candles and I burn them constantly. Um, and every, anytime they burn low... I will melt more wax and more essential oils and put it in another wick and I have another candle. Like, I don't think I've bought a new candle in a very long time. I just Wait, so like, do you keep the like candle container and then just replace the candle that goes inside? Or do you repurpose the wax on the inside? How does this work? I've never... I repurpose some of the wax on the inside as well. So I have candles that I use new wax in, so I repurpose the jar. But then the, the leftover wax at the bottom goes into another device that I have. It's one of those wax melt thingies where you just put pieces of wax and it melts and it like it basically does the scent without the flame. So those go into there. Okay, everyone, you heard it here first. Biscuit 2 is actually a pioneer woman. She makes her own candles and apparently she also makes her own yogurt. So if anybody is getting stuck <laughs> somewhere where technology has left them, bring her with you. I, I'm your girl. If you, if you ever need someone to uh, disappear, for better or for worse, uh, I think Biscuit One's your girl because she's got a whole lot of jars and she can just... I've got jars. On a more practical, less illegal note, uh, another example of repurposing <laughs> that I've done, I was, I was struck by the I need to find a new hobby during lockdown trend and I tried to take up painting momentarily, which you know because I stole your paints. Thanks for those. And I bought an like a easel slash canvas combination from the dollar store because you know the dollar store mm-hmm. is our best friend it's a mm-hmm. it's adventureland for the middle class uh anyways so went in bought the thing and i my webcam died around the same time and i was like oh no i need to have video calls for my actual office stuff so I, the only thing i had handy was this two dollar easel that i bought with this combination it's lasted me eight months i haven't invested in a phone stand or another webcam I've just now propped this up on my wooden easel and you know what save money live better Walmart had it the right idea that's all I'm gonna say damn 
Dollarama really is your best friend. It really is your best friend. I was also there the other day. They were selling, and like I know there's a lot of like labor concerns and anything, so I'm not going to pitch this to everybody, but they were selling an entire, I think it was like a reindeer onesie, an adult size one for five bucks. And it took everything in me not to buy it. What the fuck? Yeah, 2021 resolution was to save money, um, which you could probably guess is something that I struggle with from episode, I think, two, three? I can't remember now. But yes, so I did everything <laughs> in my power not to buy the onesie, but I, I caved with the easel and that has been solid ROI. Damn. Okay, well, I wish I was, I was, I was near a Dollarama. We have Poundland here. It's literally called Poundland, so when you said Adventureland, that's what came into my head. You say Poundland, I, it's like, that's like a bad porno name. Poundland? Oh, wow. Mm. A bad porno or a good porno, though? You know, it really depends on the creative direction that they choose to take it with. (laughs) We'll have to do some research on that. Stay tuned. Biscuit 2's Adventures in Poundland. That's what we're going to call it. All right, we're coming for you, internet. Um, I was just going to say, like, based off of this whole recycle segment, I feel like our generation, not so much our parents, because I think they still look down on this, but our generation, we now thrift shop like crazy, you know? I feel like we might we might not have come up with that ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was a, that was a trend we embraced from the Western world because it, it kind of, it fits a lot of our ideals very well. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was one of those things that it was a trend and like basic kids were like, we're going to hop on this bandwagon and now we just do it. I, I get that. But you know what I find really strange is the very, very like car- sharp contradiction of like Daisy's loving, like touting their wealth and like brand names and showing off like where they got stuff. And then the the incessant desire to save money and and be conscientious about how they spend and how both of those things exist in like like widespread way at the same time. It, yeah, they exist in tandem. Exactly. Like b- both of those things describes the ma- vast majority of the Daisy population and stuff. And they don't they don't match at all. Like how can you save money at Gucci? You, you can't. Unless you go to, like, Gucci outlet, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, let's be, let's be real. We do love a good outlet store. That was the precursor to thrift shopping. It was outlet stores, and then it was thrift shops, so. And thrift shops, like, those, like, really nice vintage ones, they have vintage Gucci. So it's like, yeah, this is vintage Gucci. It's, like, 45 years old, and I bought it, and it's repurposed. So I'm, it's like, I am branded, and, like, I'm wearing designer shit. Come at me, bitch. But also, I'm saving the planet. I am thrift shopping because i'm a conscientious millennial okay speaking of clothing though speaking of clothing i think like the ultimate example of the reduce reuse recycle mentality of indians is the story of the t-shirt yes it is 100 percent. every t-shirt that my brother has owned has gone through this journey and like i i don't know if everyone everyone listening knows what the journey is but let's let's just break it down for you all right let's break it down so you go to Walmart, or, you know, if your parents are convinced, you go to, like, Abercrombie and Fitch, like we all did back in the day. Damn, that's that's a throwback. Anyways, you go, you buy a t-shirt, and it that t-shirt's worn for, like, three, four, five years. By that time, it's got, like, hully stains on it. You've sport, you like, you've spilled jaw on this thing. You've worn it to football. It's a whole lot of, like, war zones, right? And then that t-shirt goes to, like, a poor, unfortunate younger sibling, brother, sister, doesn't matter, cousin, family, friend, whatever. It goes as like, yeah, you can wear this. It's, it's fine. And then 
that same t-shirt a few more years later is like okay now only wear it at home okay like not outside not in front of uncle auntie this is the progression of an outside shirt to a home shirt we got we call them home clothes home clothes are stage three of the t-shirt yeah and then they they degrade even further to pajamas it's like it's not even acceptable to wear when you're lounging at home only at nighttime to sleep when no one can see you yeah should this be worn it's a pajamas by that time it's got holes in it like the collars ripping off it's disgusting you know like the color is all gone like if it was a blue t-shirt it's like gray now and if there was any writing on it because you know you bought it from abercrombie and fitch it's all peeled off you can't even tell if it says 18 something or just says like a one and then inevitably one day you're gonna walk into your room and find your mom raiding your closet and you're gonna be like what's going on and she's like I'm taking your old shirts and I'm going to use them as kitchen rags. And she will. And when your old t-shirt gets taken away, you're just going to get handed another hand-me-down t-shirt. That's how it works. It's the ultimate, it's the ultimate story of protecting the planet. It's, it's the humble t-shirt that goes through the same cycle every time. But like I said, it's not because we're cheap. No, no. It's because we're eco-friendly. Two biscuits.